What's going on, everybody? This is Heath, and I'm here with Steven. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. I want to take a second to thank everybody for listening. We know everybody's got busy days, so we really appreciate y'all listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. Follow us, give us a review, give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Music. Steven, another phenomenal week. Phenomenal. It's always exciting. It's always exciting, but we're actually going to start off with a hot topic tonight, and Pretty sad, honestly. Uh, this story, we're going to be talking about Tua and his terrible injury. This story caught the sports world on fire, man. Yeah, a lot of people, I say a lot of people, so a handful of people are in some hot water. Yeah, some hot water, so I'm just going to break it down. So Thursday night, the Dolphins and Bengals played, but you got to, to really get the full aspect of the story, you got to look when they played the Bills. So a couple minutes before halftime, Tua – Got pushed to the ground. His head slung back. Hit the ground. He stood up. Took a couple steps and started wobbling a little bit. And kind of like he was losing his balance. And then he kind of – and then took a couple more steps and just lost his balance. And and so, everybody – I know me, you, Texan, everybody, social media. Okay, he's out. He's got a concussion. They take him back. Everybody's saying he's out. Do concussion protocol. He comes back for the second half of the Buffalo Bills. Plays, plays the rest of the game. Plays the rest of the game. You know, you really couldn't tell nothing was wrong with him. He made some big throws and stuff. But then they play Thursday night, and he, in this first half, he was actually having a really good game so far. He did throw one pick, but he was having a good game, and then he took a sack, and his head slammed, hit the ground, you know, pretty hard. And Yeah. I, I've never in my life, I wish – I hope everybody's listening. Maybe go look at the pictures or maybe the video. It's very gruesome. I've never my I've never watching sports or anything seen somebody's hands freeze in yeah. midair. Like his fingers were crossed. And Apparently, yeah, his things were all crossed. Apparently, it's called the uh, fencing. Fen- the fencing position, which is what happens. Uh, I, I talk to people. I, I don't watch like UFC and fighting a lot, but they said they see it in fighting a lot where somebody gets it's. A react the body's reaction to like serious head trauma is what happened the fencing position so like the arms would go stiff or sometimes it like with two of the fingers are all crossed up and stuff um he had to be carted off the field and um it's a hot topic because it raised a lot of speculation um but now like the so the the nfl players association nfl have a I can't remember his name well, or not his name but his title he's like a neurologist or something con- yeah he's basically, uh, he, basically a concussion specialist specialist yeah. or whatever and it's at each game it's not a team's so it's not the Dolphins doctor or the Bills doctor they work for the NFL for the NFL Players Association and apparently this the guy cleared him for the Bills game to go back in anyway this past week come out he got fired and I've heard I mean. I've read one thing that said he was fired because of several mistakes made yeah. in the um, uh, testing to it and, and allowing him to go back into the game. I, Ian Rappaport uh, reported on Pat McAfee's show that he was fired because he was being um, aggressive and not wanting to cooperate with the investigation into it. So, I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot that has to come out. But, um, I mean, we're not doctors, but when we I saw him fall versus the Bills, you know, he – Hit his head, like you said, kind of shook his head like somebody does if they're yeah. shaking the cobwebs off. Kind of stumbled just getting up. And as you said, took a few steps and just collapsed, got back up. And his, a couple of his offensive linemen were sitting there holding, holding him, him so he wouldn't fall over. Um, 
and then they come out and say it was a it was a back injury or something. I, I don't know. Something's got to – I mean, realistically, he probably could have been killed because yeah, in, in the Bills game and in the, the, the Bengals game. Yeah, I was actually going to say, dude, it, I was watching the game, and, dude, I teared up because I've never – I thought he was paralyzed or something because I'm like, dude, I've he literally went, like, limp. Like, and his, he was froze, and I'm like – Yeah, I said – my first word, like, like it out. happened – and then well, he got slammed, and then you saw he wasn't moving. But then, especially when you saw his hands and stuff, yeah, I, was like, I said, "Oh my god!" I, he's, you know, I, I could, was like, "He's paralyzed." I thought, I mean, I I thought he was like paralyzed or something. Yeah, I wasn't even worried about him playing the rest of the game or finishing the season or anything. I was literally concerned about his health and his well being. But yeah, he's out this week coming up against the Jets. They're gonna really slow play it. Hopefully. He clears all the protocols, the right protocols, and he needs to throw the ball away. He cannot keep getting hit. The yeah. leading scientist or whatever I just saw before we started this, of the concussions, he basically – that's all he does. He said if he was to, uh, he would retire because the brain just literally cannot handle that much abuse. But hopefully Tua can – Hill and yeah, I um, I, it might be the same guy. He was on Twitter. I can't remember his name. He's like a CTE specialist, um, that you know studies all these retired guys and all this stuff. And he was saying before the game, like before the Bengals, uh, game and before two even got hurt a second time that he shouldn't even for one shouldn't have been back in the Bills game. He shouldn't play this game. God forbid he go into this game and get hurt again. Obviously he did, and he tw- he was tweeting like. If if Tua goes into this like before the game, if Tua plays yeah. in the Bengals game and he gets hurt and dies from, I forget what the what he called it, second concussion or second something in such a short span. Basically, yeah, he said, "I'm going for murder charges on the doctors and all the coaches." Yeah, I mean, he basically was saying his brain didn't have enough time to heal because it was yeah. bruised. But you know, best of luck to Tua. Speedy recovery, man. Dude, just focus on your health. Yeah, and your safety. Hopefully, they change the protocol from. I mean, for you know, the yeah. benefit players that you would think they are actually are going to change protocol. I did see that they're working. They may and they said they were going to implement it last week. Maybe it's going to be this week that if a player stands up and is woozy, he's he's done for the rest of the game. Yeah, like even if he passes the because I was talking to a guy at work. I don't know what the like during a game when the t- what are the do they like have machines or do they just look in the so, eye and say, hey, what day is it? What color is well, my eyes? Apparently. I've been watching a lot of shows on it. Former NFL players that have retired, they said at the beginning of the year, you take a test, and they ask you a bunch of questions. Apparently, a bunch of the players try to do really bad on the test, so when they ask you the questions, because if you're a dumb person, they're not going to ask you very hard questions, right? Yeah. He said, so when they ask you questions, if you got concussion, they're very simple questions like, who's your mother? Yeah, that's where I like, live. I, that was my – I was curious, like, could Tua have – I mean, I guess lied or, yeah. or or made it sound seem like he was better because he wanted to get back in the game, which all the guys do. But you know, is that all it is? Is just asking some questions and okay, they answered these correctly. Let's send them back in. Um, at some point, you know, you got to use common sense and your eyeballs and say, hey, he 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 shouldn't be going back into this game. Absolutely, speedy recovery to it. But we got to move on. Our local shout out is once again. South Alabama. Yeah. Picked up a huge win. They moved to 4-1. They beat the Raging Cajuns 20-17. to 
This time, they went on a last-second field goal as time expired. Steven South, they are rolling. I know we're both Should excited. be undefeated. Should be undefeated, man. UCLA, what do you – they're ranked 16th right now? Uh, 18th. Yeah, 18th. Or the AP poll, yeah, I think, 18th. UCLA is ranked 18th. They had them on the rope. Should have beat them. Hey, South's got a great chance to have a really, really yeah. crazy good season. Hopefully, they continue it. That'd be really, really exciting because, I mean, South hadn't been – very good since they, no. I mean, they had some decent years, but not like, not like one of the top, not like one of the top teams in the Sun Belt, right? And this could be like they're one of the top, maybe power, f- nine power five teams, and and but best of luck to South. They got a bye week this week, but we're moving on to our favorite segment, Stephen. Did I do that? And for our did I do that segment, we've hit on Alabama, we've hit on Georgia, we hit on LSU and Florida State. And it's only right that we hit on the University of Georgia. Steven, what is going on, bro, in college football? I don't I don't know if there's like, you know, sometimes in years past, people would say, like last year, people were saying Georgia by far is absolutely the number one team in the country. Yeah. And other years, Alabama is absolutely number one. It was one Alabama team in the and then LSU with Joe Burrow. When they were crazy dominant like that. This year, like, I mean, it's still an early season, but this year, I don't know if any team has shown to be above and beyond the rest. Like, even Ohio State struggled. They were losing a half to Notre Dame, who got beat by Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, there's not one team. I mean, and honestly, so I was I was flipping back and forth between Auburn, LSU, and then Georgia, Missouri. Um, and Missouri should have won the game. Like it took, so Georgia faked a field goal, you know, had to fake a field goal, keep a drive going. Um, Missouri got down, I mean, like penalties. They just they got down on the one yard. So it was first and goal from the one. Yeah, they would have you know punched it in, scored. I mean, you don't know that for sure, but first and goal from the one, your odds are very very good. They get a false start, back it up to the five yard line, six yard or six yard line, and then they had to settle for a field goal. Um, there was several drives that they converted on third down, but then, oh, holding, oh, hands to the face on the offense or something like that, backed them up, didn't convert, had to punt. So uh, they were very – Georgia easily could have lost this game. Yeah, and me and you said before the season started, we had – we did a segment where we picked, you know, who we thought could – maybe was a little overrated, and we both said Georgia. But then they played Oregon and they absolutely Dominated. destroyed them. And so I think it kind of gave us, we're like, man, they may actually be, you know, just super great. But listen, the, the way they've looked the last couple of weeks, they have not looked impressive. They barely beat Kent State. They didn't look good for I think Kent we State. can put the Stetson Bennett for Heisman. We can put that little debate. Some people have him in top five in the Heisman. We can put Dude, that he's, in the He's bed. a more athletic Greg McElroy. Yeah. He's a little more athletic yeah, Greg McElroy, sure. you know. For sure. And But guess what, guys? We don't have, we have more than one this week. For our NFL fans, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Also, for did I do that? They we were only four games in the season, and they just continue to get these huge leads, and then they wet the bed. So versus the Dolphins, they had a twenty-one point lead in the fourth quarter. A twenty-one point lead ended up losing against the Bills. They what were they winning by twenty to three? Twenty. To, so they had a seventeen point lead and lost. Walked them down. They so they. They they could be should be undefeated. Oh yeah, they should easily be four right now. 
and I didn't watch the game. You know, there's so many. Uh, it depends on what area you're in, if if they show you the game or whatever. Um, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know all what happened. But if you're winning by 17 points, I mean, you can't really justify allowing the other team to come back. Now the Bills are great. Don't get me wrong. Bills are great. Josh Allen's great. But Ravens, come on. That's two double-digit leads. Yeah, no, and that's why they're – did I do that? Because it's really unheard of in the NFL. Normally when teams get you by double digits, they just choke you out and they're and you're not coming back. They've wet the bed twice. Twice. Yeah. That's not good. Lamar Jackson, you're trying to get your money. Hey, man, you're going to have to win some games. Win some games for your team. I still think they're going to win the division. They're a very good team. Yeah, I think they are too. I like John Harbaugh. Very good team. But that's it for our did I do that segment. Steven? Yeah, we're going to move on talking about Alabama and Auburn's games. We'll start off with Auburn. When this game started, Auburn – well, not started, but when the game was going, Auburn jumped out to a 17 to nothing lead. And I was texting you, and I might have been the one with Chase and Markwell. I was like, gee whiz, <laughs> they might actually beat the crap out of them. Um, 17 to nothing lead. LSU hasn't been great all year, so I didn't have any reason to really – think that even though Auburn hadn't been good either, but to think that they would come back from that. Um, sure enough, they did. They scored – was it 17 nothing in the first quarter? Uh, it was in the first half, I know. I know for a fact it was first half. First yeah. half for sure. Seven, it might have been first quarter, but for sure first half. They didn't score the rest of the game. LSU beats them 21-17. to 17. And that's with LSU's quarterback going 8 for 20. They, only throwing for like 80 yards. Yes. Yeah, they didn't. Did he get hurt? And they put enough. Yeah, he did get hurt. So, he, so he got hurt. I think early in the fourth, maybe. Yeah. So the other kid played a lot. LSU literally only threw for eighty-five yards, and it was it was hard to watch. Like the game was just a hard game to watch, and Brian Harson, he should be fired. But let me tell you, I don't know if you saw it. The, he should be pli- fired for one play after he ran this play. I, if I was AD, I'd have walked in there and said, hey, pack your bags, you're done. They're, <laughs> I'll they're the driving. Game for you. They're driving. They're in the red zone. He does like some kind of sweep halfback jet yeah, sweep yeah. halfback pass where the runner like he was like acting like he was trying to run, then kind of floats back and then just floats one up. Your offense is moving the ball, throws a pick, and you don't get any points. I'm like, what like what are you doing? Robbie Ashford. He can run. Yeah. I mean, he, he threw for over sure. 300 yards, but he threw so many passes. I think he only completed 50% of his passes. Yes. Um, oh. But, he, hey, we actually picked that game. I had LSU winning 34-17. Yeah, I, I had, was right um, on Auburn score. Not I, so right on. I had LSU. Where's the score at? I had. I thought it would be a little bit higher scoring. Yeah, not because the offenses are great, because the defenses weren't that great. I thought LSU would beat them um, – 41 to 21. So I was off on that. Uh, I don't think Jaden Daniels is great, but I think he's better than the kid they brought in. So if he stayed in, they might have scored a, a few more just because he's more of a threat running the ball. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of running the ball, again, I'm an Alabama fan, so I don't really care if Auburn loses. But doing a, a sports show, you know, trying to be unbiased. What are they doing with Tank Bigsby? The guy had. 16, which isn't horrible, but 16 total touches, four receptions, and 12 carries. Robbie Ashford had 11 carries, and 
your number one running back, who's one of the best in the SEC, gets 12 carries. Now, some of Ashford's might have came from scrambling. Yeah. Might not have been designed runs. But still, you only give Tank, Big, Tank Bigsby tw- – and it's not like, again, you were winning 17 to nothing. So it's not like, oh, we're down a whole lot. We just got to throw, 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 throw to get back in the game. No, you're winning 17 to nothing. It's a close game. Why are you not feeding the man? I don't get it. And that's another reason he's going to get fired. It makes no sense. And we're about to hit on Alabama. But when you you're you have a number one guy, your best player, you're an offensive coordinator, you're a head coach, your number one job should get them to the ball. Let me tell you something. The Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup, he's you know how many targets Cooper Cup got last night? They threw him the ball 19 times. Now, they got beat, but they threw the ball 19 times. He's their best player. You got to give your guys the ball. And Tank is by far the best player. Give him the ball. And it's not always about, oh, our offensive line isn't good. We can't just hand it off and let him run straight up the middle and get stuff. You design, especially Brian Harson is supposed to be an offensive guy. You design plays to get him the ball, whether it's a screen, a sweep, a wildcat, Whatever, you get your best players the ball. Yeah, talking about best players, let's just roll right into Alabama's pretty big win against Arkansas, and it was a it was a tale of it was a first quarter, fourth quarter, yeah, and then second and third quarter game. So if you didn't watch, Alabama beat Arkansas forty nine to twenty six for the twenty three point win. And Alabama jumps out, quick 14-0. They're rolling. Bryce Young's looking good. He was 17-13, 173, had a touchdown and a pick. The pick was not his fault. Yeah. These receivers, man, they're just – well, I'll get on in a second. Anyways, Bryce Young pulls a two, tries to extend the play, says just throwing it away. He gets hit, falls on his shoulder – his AC joint, I think is what they call it. He gets taken out of the game. Jalen Milrow, the stallion, the, the the freak athlete, comes in. Bama doesn't, you know, I say they don't miss a beat. They go up 28-0. Arkansas gets the ball. They score seven. And, dude, Alabama started to wet the bed. Yeah, they started. Now, let me say, overall – I'm happy with the team as a whole kind of stepping up as far as because they had the big punt return that put them down there in the red zone that yeah. got him the first touchdown after Bryce went out. Um, defense held pretty solid. I mean, considering Arkansas, you know, had the onside kick, got the ball back, and then also the, the punt that we – we went to punt the ball on the snapper. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea where he was snapping the ball. Special teams has been very um, bad this year. Snapped it way off to the side. The punter misses it. He runs and falls on it. Arkansas gets the ball at the three-yard line, um, and then they, they end up scoring. So, overall, the defense played really well. Arkansas might have had one drive that was, like, over 50, yards, maybe two drives. But other than that, they had, you know, pretty short fields to work with. But the yeah. overall defense looked – Really good. Yeah, they did. And so, Bama jumps out 28 nothing, and then Arkansas proceeds to score 23 unanswered points, 
So it's 28 to 23. I told you Bryce Young got hurt. 28-23, Jalen Milrose is your quarterback. And honestly, the play of the game could be the play of the season so far. Third and 15, if Alabama don't get it, they're going to punt. Arkansas is most likely probably going to take the lead. All the momentum. All the momentum. Third and 15, Jalen Milrow does his best Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, whatever you want to call it, impersonation on third and 15, takes it 77 yards to the – no, not to the house. Set that to – took it 77 yards. Bama scores a touchdown. We get a stop, get the ball back. Jameer Gibbs, Stephen, in two straight possessions, I believe. He had a touchdown run of – He was 72. 72 and 70. 77 to basically – Or 76, something like that, yeah. 77, 72 to seal the game and went night-night on Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, they – Oh, very, you know – on the road against, I mean, I'm still high on Arkansas. I still think they're a very good team. Should have beat A&M last week. I think their defense is bad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think – well, that's the thing is you look at two plays, the screen pass to JoJo Earl, that was a third and 18. They threw a screen pass to him and he broke it and, and scored a touchdown. And then the, the third and 15 – uh, uh, and that he, you know, you spoke about seventy-seven yard scramble. If they if they stop those two plays right there, it's a different ball game. Um, yeah. But overall, defense looked great. I think offensive line played great. Other than to me running the ball, and you say, "Oh, he, we ran up for over three hundred yards." Okay, here's my point. We got to be more consistent running the ball. Take away the seventy-seven yard scramble. And gives 72 and 76, 77 yard run. Take away three runs. Alabama only rushed, they ran 39 times for only 92 yards. That's less than three yards per carry. Now, that's included like a, the sack or whatever. But still, um, now I understand the big runs are part of the game. Yeah, we'll take it. But all those three runs came in the fourth quarter. So for all three quarters, we have not, we have not been running the ball well at all. Absolutely, we haven't. Some of that I blame on Billy Bob, Bill O'Brien. Listen, you had a big gripe about Tank Bigsby. My gripe's about Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Dude, you got to give him the ball and quit running him up the middle. Yeah, he can do it. He but. can do it, but my Lord. Any, we ran Look, we, we ran the sweep with uh, McQuellen, 75-yard touchdown. We did it twice with Gibbs against Arkansas. Those are sweeps. Those are outside runs. And then, of course – Jalen Milrow, but Seth McLaughlin got the start at center. He looked good. He looked really good. I think he's. You think he's going to take Dalcourt's spot? I know. I, you, I think he is. Yeah. I think, think he should. I think he should too. And then the freshman Booker, man. Every time I, he's in the game at guard, he's just mauling people out there. I would leave him in the game. And so that those are my two positives: Seth McLaughlin, Jameer Gibbs, put his name in the Heisman running. He's an absolute beast and. Steven talked about not getting your guys the ball. And I, I want to read these stats. Jameer Gibbs has only ran the ball 43 times in five games. And he's caught 19 passes. So, he's not even averaging – in five games, he's ran it 43 times. He's not even averaging 10 rushes a game. No. It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. He is too – he is by far – 
It is not even close. He's by far our best offensive player. Yeah. And let's get in. Our receivers, come on, dude. They These freshmen, they're about to take their jobs. Burton's about to get benched. Burton's about to get Holden's benched. Holden's about to get Holden's benched. going to be over there holding his hand. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be Ja'Cory Brooks, he comes out there against Vandy. Oh, you flexing against Vandy. You're big and bad. Go for 102 touchdowns. He didn't have a reception. You're big and bad. Nah, he had two drops. Yeah, that's another thing. Drop uh, come Brooks, on, man. Holden. Uh, I think Latou had one. I think I'm trying to remember who. Else. I mean, we had like four or five drops. Yeah, I, I, t- I said um, Bryce was seven to thirteen. Five of those were drops. Yeah, I mean, Treshawn Holden had a drop too, where they um, picked it. I mean, to me, that's a drop. Yeah, you got it. Especially, and we'll get to it later on. But especially if Milrow is the guy starting ever against A and M, you've got to help your young quarterback out against A and M's got a good defense. So, I mean, you got to help them out. I mean, let's, overall, look good. I love the fact it's, I'm jumping over the defensive side of the ball. I love we're, – dude, we're, they're deep this year. They're very deep, yeah. especially on the front seven. We, I mean, they're constantly yeah. rotating guys. You know, you think Will Anderson's best – maybe the best player overall, but definitely best defensive player yeah. in the country. You would think he never comes out the game. No, he is like early in the game, not like late in the game when he's yeah. gassed. Early in the game, he's he's – Anderson, Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell—they're constant—they're rotating in and out to stay fresh. Even uh, Jalen—I don't know if you uh, is not Jalen Moody, yeah, Moody and and Deontay Lawson, the linebacker—they rotate in and out. Big freshman Oates, um, Tim Otis, Smith, Tim Smith, Brian, Byron Young, Justin, a boy, yeah, could be if he DJ, wasn't hurt. Yeah, he's DJ got a Dale, um, DJ very, Dale. very, very deep. So, let's mention Brian Branch. Yeah, Brian Brands got hurt. Him getting hurt really hurt. He is he's, he's to very, be one of our best players. Kool Aid McKinstry has stepped up to be one of our best players, and then Helms. Defensively, there's a lot to really like about the defense. Yeah, side defense of the ball. looks very good. Hopefully, Branch can come back. I know Malachi Moore. He's he has a lot of experience, so he'll step up. He's not as physical, that, but that's the key. He's not um, as good in the run game. Yeah, that's the thing. So I, I want to talk real quick. So obviously, you mentioned Bryce. Got hurt. He has got to get rid of the football. He's holding on to it too. Now that that's what Mac was so good about. Mm-hmm. He knew his limits. I mean, he wasn't like slow. He could run if he had to, and to pick up, especially late in the game, get a key first down. But he knew, hey, I'm not going to take a hit. I'm going to throw this ball away. We're going to punt it. I'm going to trust my defense. Now, obviously, when Bryce makes a spin, you know, spins around or he makes a juke or whatever, and then he hits a guy in stride 50 yards downfield, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. But if everybody's covered up like they were when he got hurt, throw the ball away. Or if you're, going, if you're not going to throw it away, if you're absolutely just set on not throwing the ball, just take the sack. Don't try to throw it when you're one foot from the ground and you stretch your arm out, and then which causes you to get hurt. I understand people wanting to help their team out, but part of helping your team out is protecting yourself. Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head. You got to protect yourself. And the more concerning part to me is Saban said this is not the first time his AC, it's called like an AC joint, AC or joint I think. Yeah, yeah, in his shoulder. This is not the first time it's happened to him. So let's look, let's look forward. I think let's talk about the Texas AM right here. Let's yeah, talk let's about that. if Bryce Young. I'm just going to go out on him and say he's not playing. I would not play him unless he is 100% healthy 
Because this is not, he's only got a strain. You can tear it. You can mess it up further. So if he's not 100% healthy, I wouldn't play him. So that means uh, Jalen Milrow is going to start. I give Jalen Milrow a lot of credit. He got thrown into a crazy environment against Arkansas. Yeah. I thought he played decent. You know, yeah. he's a he's not Bryce Young. And so for all the fans out there, Alabama fans, you can't expect him to be Bryce Young. So you can't do the same things you do with Bryce Young as far as throwing the ball. It's got to go. You kind of got to run a Jalen Hurts package. To me, you should look at Lane Kiffin, what he does this year with running the quarterback. Yeah. So creative, man. Just jet sweeps, quarterback wraps, quarterback powers and stuff. Get that package in. You know, Saban, he got fired up at a, a reporter asking, are they going to put a package in for Miller? He's like, we already got a package. Well, Nick, I, I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. My, my goodness. Hey, I, maybe, maybe does Bill O'Brien know you got a package? Yeah, does it, did, did you, you keep it in your pocket? Yeah, because you didn't run it against Arkansas. Well, that's, and that's that my was thing. the same junk you were running with Bryce. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, I'm going I'm – I'm, I'm going to say Bryce isn't going to play, and he shouldn't if he's not 100%. Can Milrow be enough of a threat passing the ball? He only threw nine passes. I mean, Bryce got hurt with 10 minutes to go in the first half. So, you think 10 minutes to go – in the half, plus all of the third and fourth quarter he played. He only attempted nine. Now, some of it was they called the – like on the 77-yard run, they called a pass, yeah. and then he just took off. Well, I think – yeah, go ahead. Um, and, and like you said, I didn't see – obviously, you don't want to get your backup hurt because then you're down to your third string. But there are ways to get your quarterback running and not just take a beating. I didn't see any quarterback draws. I didn't see any rollouts to where – he can. He has a couple passing options, and if it's not there, then he can run. Or if nothing's there, just throw it away. I didn't see anything other than the read option where he scored the, the first line. touchdown yeah. on the goal line. That was the only play I saw that would utilize his skill set. Every other rush was the the drop back, and they just broke. He just broke contain because he's he's so fast. I didn't see anything that utilized his athleticism really. Yeah, and we keep saying Bryce Young, you got to be smarter, throw the ball away and stuff. We said about Tua. He is not the same guy. This guy no. is a freak athlete. He's built like a freak a freak athlete. Uh, Hellams came out today and said, look, we know he's a quarterback, but he is also the one of the best athletes on the field. If he's on the yeah, field. Yeah, I sent y'all that thing. Uh, I, I don't mean, know how he, he pulled up. He's built of, like a strong of, safety. Yeah, of game speeds and who had the fastest speeds. I think Gibbs was up there at like 22.8 miles per hour. He's right behind Which, me. by the way, is yeah. the fastest recorded even in, in the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Um, Milrow is right behind him at 22 miles per hour. So, the guy can fly. I do like that. I think it was maybe – it was another third down. We were backed up. Um it might have been the first driver. Anyway, he, he ran for the first down. And you think, you know, he's a young guy. I'm going to try to run somebody over. He kind of – I don't know. It wasn't really a slide. Like a it was like a, a spin slide. back fall down. Yeah. So, I did like that. And that's that's what you want to do. Get what you can and then get down. Yeah. If you need to run somebody over to score a touchdown, then okay. But other than that, get down. Yeah, and you asked the question, do you think he can throw it enough? I think he can. Listen, you're not – can, yeah. You don't have to be Bryce Young. I mean – you just got to be serviceable, right? I mean, and the reason I think he only threw it nine times, he just got – he didn't even have no practice. Like you can say what yeah. you want. He didn't know he was going to start. Getting thrown into that kind of environment is very tough on any quarterback. So, I think they were up, what, 14. They went up 28. 
And so I think they kind of took their foot off the gas. They wanted to just run the ball. Yeah. But I, listen, I have a lot of confidence in him. I don't have confidence in Bill O'Brien to put him in a good position to be successful. That's the thing. Bill has to put him in a position, and the receivers, if he starts versus A and M, you yeah. if A and M coaching is smart, they're going to say we're going to make you pass the ball the entire game in order to beat us. So that means there's going to be extra men in the box. There's going to be a lot of one-on-ones with cornerbacks. There's going to be a lot of probably cover zero, maybe one safety deep, not a whole lot of two safety, I would think. They're going to make him throw the ball. So receivers, you have to help your guy out, catch the ball for one, get open, make some plays. Bill, you better use Gibbs in the passing game. I was just fixing to say, so we're about to go to a break, but I was just fixing to say, because you said man-to-man, I think having Milrow will help the running game. Because oh, yeah. if you use yeah. him in the right way, the outside linebacker, the defensive end, and the safety on that side, they're not going to be able to crash to Gibbs. They're going to have yeah. to respect him. And I will say something in the passing game, the reason he got that long 77-yard run, if you play man-to-man – against a running quarterback and the defensive line doesn't stay in their lanes and he jumps out the gate on you, you saw what can happen. He can take it to the house. He was, he was flying. And I will I will say something to Texas A&M fans if you're listening. If you run a cover zero and you blitz and he makes one man miss, one man, he's scoring a touchdown because he's too fast. Yeah. Arkansas had a spy on him. He ran around the spy like he wasn't even standing there. Bo- yeah. Bumper pool. Yeah, it took, yeah, and, it took a 77. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, and they got a Texas A&M Gibbs has a too, get, gives the ball. Texas A&M has a lot better defense than Arkansas. Um, they didn't look like it this past week, not offensively, but I'm just saying like the you know young quarterback try to confuse him, blitz him, get interceptions, fumbles, that type of stuff. So I'm sure they'll have a plan. I don't know. I like I don't have a ton of faith in Billy Bob. Bill O. Absolutely. Brian. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. We'll give our score predictions later on. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk some more college football. All right, we're back. We're going to look at last week's picks and see how bad we did or how good we did. So, first we have Oklahoma State beat uh, Baylor at Baylor 36-25. to Baylor's falling apart. I had them as a playoff team coming into the season. I had Baylor winning 41-38. to I had Baylor winning 38-35. They lost even, not looking good for your playoff team. Yeah, not looking very good. So next, NC State loses at Clemson 30-20. to I had Clemson winning, so I got that right. I was a little, little bit off on the score, 38. I thought they'd score a little bit higher, 38-31. I had Clemson 24-21, to 21, our next game. Wake Forest beat Florida State 31-21. That was a little bit of an upset pick. I called – I said Wake Forest was going to win 40-35. to 35. So, I had 45-35. to 35. Beat them by 10, just not as high as yeah, score. Yeah, we both got that little upset right there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, even though, I mean, it was FSU was favored. So, a little bit of an upset. Next game, uh, Texas A&M loses big at Mississippi State 42-24. to 24. I I had been picking over and over A and M to lose every game pretty much except for the A and M or the App State game. I thought I didn't trust uh, Mike Leach. I didn't think I thought A and M's defense was would hold a little stronger because they've been really opportunistic as far as getting interceptions and stuff. 
That did not hold true. I had A&M winning 21-17, and they lost 42-24. Yeah, I picked the fight in Mike Leach's Mississippi State. I had Mississippi State winning. Let me find it. I had them winning 23-17. They won 42-24. Really put it on Texas A&M pretty good. Yeah, um, and uh, the last game, Kentucky loses at Ole Miss. You know, I was high on Ole Miss coming into the season. I should have stuck with them. I actually picked Kentucky – to win 28-24, to they lost 22-19. to Yeah, all these teams you're high on, they're going to play each other. you got to pick a side. i got to pick a side. You you went with the fight, and Will Levis says, hey, the lane train, baby. Um, I'm telling you, i got a good chance they're going to be undefeated when they play Bama. Very good chance. Um, very good chance Tennessee could be undefeated. Now, I will say, Kentucky uh, hurt themselves a lot. A lot of turnovers. Yeah, a lot of. Did you see the last one mess. where it was like, I mean, it was – it was toward the end of the game, and Kentucky, uh, he threw the – Will Levis got up to the line, snapped the ball, yeah, threw a fade, yeah. but he didn't wait for his receiver to get set. That would have been the game-winning touchdown. The only thing that's going to hold Ole Miss back is that quarterback, Jackson Dart. Hey, man, just run the offense. Yeah. Just run Lane Kiffin's offense. Great offense. Stephen, let's hop forward. Let's look to this week's games we got on the slate. First, we got the Red River rivalry. Man, that's a tongue twister. Texas at Oklahoma. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Man, Oklahoma, these last two weeks have just yeah. got the now, brakes that, beat off. Yeah, now they're, they're, um, their quarterback did get hurt, so they're down to their, their backup quarterback. Yeah, but, and uh, I think Ewers is projected to play. Is he? I think okay, so. so let's see. Texas is a seven-point favorite. I think it should be higher because um, I'm going based off of Ewers – Playing, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31-17 Texas. 31-17. I got a really higher scoring game. Oklahoma's defense, man. Brett Venables. I bet he's wishing he didn't leave Clemson. Yeah, they are getting thrashed. I got Texas 42 to 27. I think Texas is gonna jump out to a big lead. Maybe Oklahoma make a little run at it, but I got Texas big. I like Steve Sarkeesian's bunch. So, next game, number 11, Utah at number 18, UCLA. Utah is favored by four and a half points. I think it should be more. UCLA should have lost to South Alabama. So, are we going to say South's one of the top teams in the country? Book it. Book it. Anyway, uh, I mean, I, you know, I hadn't really watched these two teams much this year other than the first game. So, it's kind of – I'm just throwing a score out there pretty much. I'm going to go – I think Utah goes 38. 38-27, I'll go Utah. You disrespected Utah. You disrespected my playoff pick. You you counted them out after they got beat by Florida. They're not making the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. Book it here. Yes, he's going to Take your them. bets. No. Utah, big. They're going to revenge, avenge South Alabama. Hey, Cam Rising, great Utah quarterback. I got Utah winning this game 38-24. Next game, this surprised me. Number 17, TCU at number 19, Kansas. It surprised me to see Kansas as a ranked team. They're actually undefeated. They're undefeated, and apparently they got top three offense in the country. Yeah, That's so uh, TCU is favored by seven. I'm going to go – I think this is a high-scoring game. Yes. Uh, very high-scoring. I'm going to go 45-42. I think it comes down to the wire. TCU, 45-42. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to go TCU as well. I would like to see Kansas win. Just it'd be a really good story. Kansas hasn't been good in a very long time. So that coach is really somebody's gonna take that coach up. 
But I got TCU as well. What they did to Oklahoma, they beat the brakes off of them. I got TCU 42 to 38. Next game, Auburn at number two, Georgia. Georgia is a 30-point favorite. It could be higher because I think they're ticked off at the Kent State and Missouri and everybody talking about them and that they're not the team they were last year. I think I think Auburn barely scores. I think they only score 10. I'm going to say Georgia scores 45. I'm going to say 45 to 10 Georgia. I got Georgia 38 to 13. I'm going to say this. If Auburn does keep it close, Georgia should be very, very concerned. Yeah, we'll see if they choke Yeah, the pressure. Because if Auburn keeps it close, Auburn's not under any pressure. They're, they're, you know, everybody expects them to lose. So if they keep it close, every bit of pressure go to, go to Georgia. Yeah, our next game, we already kind of hit on it. Texas A&M at Alabama. Bama, a 24. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. I had to play that. <laughs> the battle between Jimbo and... And Nick Saban, you know what's funny? Jimbo's not poking his chest out like he was in the summer. Ooh, go see how God does his deals. <laughs> you, you might find out. And we don't even have Bryce, really. Man, we could have beat them by 60. We still might. Well, if – okay, so I'm going to give the score based on – Bryce isn't playing. Bryce not playing. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to score that many points, not because – because I think if Milroy play, Milrow plays, we're going to be running the ball a whole lot more, which means the clock will be running. Um – I'm going to go – I still think we put 31 points on them. I'm going to go 31 to – I'll say 17. 31-17. Now, Alabama needs to be careful because I think last year they overlooked A&M, but the, pretty much the same narrative into this game yeah. is the same as last game. This game, oh, the quarterback's hurt. They don't have, The quarterback's not very good. Alabama's going to kill them. So now it's different because last year they overlooked them. They slept, walked through that game. They didn't look good. This year I think they're ready. But I wonder if the same thing happens in this game that happened in the Texas game, that they hype it up so much in their heads that they psych themselves out. Oh, we're going to stand up for our coach. Oh, we're going to avenge last year that they have. I mean, they still had, what was it, 10 penalties versus Arkansas, I think? Yeah, they're very sloppy. So, you know, I'll. Better be very careful. They better be ready to play, but I still have Alabama winning 31-17. Yeah, this team, this team, man, I just thought they had great leaders and stuff. But how they looked against Texas, that little stretch against Arkansas when they scored 23 and answer, that team absolutely unraveled. Yeah. I, I think Henry Toa Toa, that late. He's losing his head, man. Um, stupid penalty. Yeah, he I don't know about that guy. But you gotta stay focused. When they get a big lead, you gotta stay focused. You gotta stay locked in. I think that they're gonna play inspired football. I think they've been looking forward to this game all year. I think they're gonna be inspired. I think even if Bryce don't play, they're gonna rally behind Milrow. Yeah. From everything I've heard, he's a great guy, great leader, really big Christian. I got Alabama winning thirty two to ten. And I think the ten uh A and M touchdown could come off a pick six. Turn a kick on us or turn a punt. I don't think they're offensive. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, this Haynes King guy got benched because he was horrible, but now he is allegedly a very, very athletic and can run the ball very well. Um, yeah, Max Johnson got hurt. He's out. He's out versus Bama. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
So it's going to be like backup. Getting injured, but yeah, we don't want my getting injured. But hey, if back our guys up, out. Come on, seriously. Backup versus backup. All right, last game. Uh, really, the I would say the biggest game. Well, I don't know about biggest, but number eight Tennessee hmm. at number twenty-five LSU. Tennessee is only a three-point favorite, and you know ESPN is projected LSU to win this game. They've got LSU as like a sixty. Well, that's what sixty percent. That's where I was getting the spreads. So it confused me because LSU is projected to win, but then the spread ESPN doesn't always jive. Yeah, does negative uh, or is a a three point favorite. Mind blowing. Um, I think Tennessee puts up a lot of points. Hendon Hooker has looked phenomenal. Tennessee had a bye week this past week. They've had two weeks to prepare for LSU. I think. They could be in the fifties, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty-eight. Hmm. Would forty-eight? Well, forty-eight twenty-eight. Stephen, if anybody is listening, this man does not like LSU at all. I don't. He does not like LSU. He's not that he don't like him. He just don't think they're very good. And so, I'm. I'm yeah, conflicted. I just don't think they're very good. I'm conflicted. Tennessee just had a bye week. Are they looking ahead to Bama next week? That's true. That could be, that you know, could happen. That could be the reason LSU kind of could win this game. But I'm with you. A three point favorite is ridiculous. Tennessee. I just don't think LSU has the offense. I mean, you eight for twenty versus Auburn to beat Tennessee. You're going to have to score over thirty. I'm not sure they can. I, I got. Go ahead. Might have to score over forty. Yeah, you might. I mean, that's just the God's honest truth. So I got Tennessee. 38 to 21. Sorry, Matt. So, yeah, we'll see. That'll be a good game. I mean, I've, I've definitely watched that game. Definitely watched that game. Dude, it could be undefeated Tennessee, undefeated Alabama in two weeks. When's the last time that's happened? I don't know. At Tennessee, Rockies Stadium. But we're going to take a quick break and we're going to go over our NFL picks next. Back, Stephen. Let's run over the NFL. Our first game Thursday night: Indianapolis Colts versus the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos without Javante Williams towards ACL. He's out for the year, but the Colts have looked god awful. They've both looked not. Both have been a huge disappointment to me. I thought they'd be a whole lot better. I think the Broncos. I don't. I think Russell Wilson is questionable, but I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Like you said, Javante is out. I tried to pick up Melvin Gordon in my fantasy league. We'll see if I can get him. Um, but I'm going Broncos on this one. I'm Broncos as well. The Colts owner has put the Colts head coach and GM on the hot seat. He says he wants to see better. I think Jonathan Taylor is also banged up. Very questionable for this game. I got the Broncos. Next, we got Lions versus the Patriots. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. Um, Lions disappointed me. I, I picked them to beat the – who was they play? Seahawks. Seahawks. They didn't. But one of the highest scoring games ever in NFL yeah, um, Is it at the Patriots? I think yeah, I uh, I'll go I'll go Patriots because the, the Patriots defense I mean the Patriots defense is a good is very good. With Bailey Zappi? Because of only because of the defense and their running game. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Patriots. 
if you heard our rant last week, they're one in three, the Patriots. They have the easiest six-game stretch known to man coming up. So if they win six straight, don't say, oh, I told you, Ethan, Steven. I promise you, Bill Belichick, step up. Oh, man, I don't know. I just don't know if the Lions are there yet. I don't know if their defense is good enough, but I don't. If ba- if Mac Jones plays, of course I'm going Patriots. But if Bailey Zappi's a quarterback, I don't have faith in the Patriots. So yeah. I'm going to go to the Lions. Next game, Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins don't have Tua. Uh, right, but I still think I think Teddy Bridgewater. He's been in the league a while. I think he's a serviceable backup, especially in Mike McDaniel's offense. Um, very creative. He will find ways to get his guys the ball. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins as well. Please throw Jalen Waddle the ball. I have him in my fantasy league. Can you please get the man the ball? Five targets is not enough. Teddy, you need to step up. Tua was feeding that man. You better step up, Teddy. But I think the key is uh, Coach uh, Mike McDaniels. I, his off, he's, his offense is great. I wish yeah. Billy O would take, I mean, we could, take some notes. Yeah, we could be quarterback for his offense and put up some good, decent numbers. That's right. So, next we got Giants – Versus Packers, both teams three and one. Packers did not look good at all in London. This game's in London, right? But I'm still going to go Packers. Yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely going Packers as well. They don't Daniel Jones and their backup Tyrod Taylor both in concussion protocol. So I'm I not saw sure they're going to they, play. Um, they're working out AJ McCarron. Yeah, AJ McCarron <laughs> and Jake Fromm. <laughs> good, Where's Cam Newton? At? Good, good luck. Go. Good luck, Giants. Next game, Bills, Steelers at the Bills. Poor Steelers. Yeah, Bills are going to annihilate them. Um, it's the Bills. They're very good. They're going to whoop them. I agree. The Bills are very dominant. And uh, the Steelers, they're switching to rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett. This is going to be the probably the first losing season of Mike Tomlin's career. Sorry yeah. for the guy, but they're not good at all. Next game, Chargers at the Browns. At the is Herbert injured? Is he playing? He's still playing. Yeah, with like any like injured bruised ribs or something like that. Bruised rib cartilage. Huh. Uh. At the Browns, I don't. Browns just got beat by the Falcons. Yeah, they did. I was. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna go Chargers. I think Chargers are good pick. Yeah, I'm going Chargers too. I'm high on Justin Herbert. The Chicago Bears, the fighting Justin Fields versus the Vikings. Has he even passed over 300 yards yet this season? Uh, Either way, I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah, man. He's at, come on. Give the man some respect. He's thrown for 471 oh, yards in, five, in four, four games. games. So, that, barely, that's, not, that's barely over 100 yards a game. <laughs> barely over 100 Two yards touchdowns and four picks. I mean, this guy's phenomenal. Yeah. He's – Sign him up a fran- for fantasy. I'm getting him off of waivers. 34 for 67, so he's – Almost over 50%. Yeah. So, now nah, I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I'm going Vikings all day. Seahawks versus Saints. I mean, Saints have not looked good. Uh, I'm going, I'll go Seahawks. Yeah, I, I think don't know. It, Kamara the, still out. The Saints didn't have Kamara. They didn't have Winston or Michael Thomas last week. Yeah. But I'm going to go Saints. I mean, they're at home. They got to win. Falcons at Bucks. At the Bucks. Bucks haven't looked good either. Neither have I mean, I don't know how the Falcons beat the Browns. I didn't watch that game. I'm gonna go uh Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Bucks too. The Cordero Patterson's out for the Falcons. Titans at the Commanders. Titans have looked better the last two weeks. They have. Uh 
They've been feeding the beast. The beast, Derrick Henry. Uh, I'm, dude, he's, he's growing his hair. He looks like Steven Jackson. Big old running back with long hair. Um, I'm going to go Titans. I think they continue to feed him, and they beat him. Yeah, I'm going Titans as well. Carson Wentz is absolutely atrocious, and he should give it up. Texans at the Jaguars, who's surprisingly pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to go Jags. They've looked um, – I know they lost to the Eagles, but they jumped out to 14-point lead, something like that. Yeah, I'm going Jags as well. The Texans are on their way to sealing the number one pick in the CJ draft. C.J. Stroud or Bryce Probably Young. C.J. Stroud. Next, 49ers at Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> They've been horrible. Um, 49ers. Yeah, 49ers as well. Their defense is way too good. Baker Mayfield is atrocious. He makes good receivers like DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson look pathetic. I mean, he's pathetic. Cowboys at the Rams. Cooper Rush is undefeated. Cooper Rush. Um, I think Aaron Donald is going to give him a handful. I'm going to go Rams. I think he gets his first loss. The Cowboys' defense is Really, really good. Their pass rush is incredible. Yeah. But I oh – man, this game's tough. I'm going to go Rams. I'm not sold on Cooper Rush, so I'm going to go Rams. I think uh, Cooper Cup's too good. Uh, Eagles at the Cardinals. Only undefeated team left in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is continuing his MVP push. Yeah. Very good at running the ball as a team. Uh, their defense seems defense to be incredible. Yeah. Defense seems to be coming along very well. Um, I'm gonna go Eagles on this. I'm going Eagles as well. They have looked insane, and their defense has looked really, really incredible. They forced Trevor Lawrence into five turnovers last week. Uh, they had like seven or eight sacks against Carson Wentz the week before that. So I'm going to Eagles. I think Kyler Murray he struggled a little bit this year. So I'm yeah. going to Eagles. And then Sunday Night Football: Bengals at the Ravens. Oh, Bengals out there. Um, they got they can't have another letdown coming off of a, a double digit lead and then losing. I'm gonna it's at the Ravens too. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Ravens on that. One. I think Lamar Jackson's yeah. gonna show out and uh, bring home a W. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson's gonna go nuts. I'm trying to football. I'm trying to trade for him in fantasy in one of my leagues. Okay, I don't I, know if the I guy got an offer. Not you. Oh, another league. I, say, I got him in my fantasy. I'm in like three leagues. Oh, okay. I don't know if he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I got the Ravens is winning that one as well. I need a big game from him and Mark Andrews. And then Monday Night Football, the Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Raiders got their first win, didn't they? First of win the Broncos against the Broncos. Um, <laughs> gee whiz, we thought Broncos and Raiders were going to be decent, decent teams, but uh, I'm going uh, Chiefs. You know, I don't see where the Raiders could beat them. I mean, they could obviously anything can happen, but I don't see it happening. I think. Patrick Mahomes is just still too great. They found ways to still be extremely explosive, which we knew they would be, even without Tyreek Kill. Yeah. Other guys have stepped up, so I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Chiefs as well. Without Tyreek Kill, they've turned into like somewhat of a running team. They're crazy physical, and they're really running well. I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders sneak them because the Raiders really do need this game. Yeah. I think they're, they're last in the um, yeah, division. Yeah, they're last. They're 1-3. I think Derek Carr could have a big game, but I'm going Chiefs, Steven. Is there any team that hasn't won a game yet? Yeah, the Texans. That's the, right, that's right. Texans are 0-3-1. That's right, they tied They're the first tiles. game, wasn't it? <laughs> only ties with the Colts. <laughs> the Colts. 
Oh, man. How did the Colts beat the Chiefs? The Colts beat the Chiefs? Yeah. What what's the, uh, week was that? Week three. Was it? Yeah. There's too many games to I keep I think they were with. overlooking the uh, – they were looking ahead to the Bucks. I think so. Yeah, probably. But that wraps it up for us tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Um, if you want to email us, you know, tell us corner sports talk at gmail.com or just do what most people will do and DM us messages on Instagram. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on, you can find us on Spotify, Apple music. That way, you know, when a, um, our episode is released, we really do appreciate it. If you have any cool tips, cool ideas, any, how did, or did I do that? Send it to us and we'll do our best to include it on the show. We'll see y'all next week. See ya. See ya.